Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. It's time for Almost EGOT. Hello, and welcome to Almost Ega, the podcast that takes a look at performers who are one shy of collecting all four major performing awards. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. And then shares our own brilliant ideas about how they can finish the job. I'm one of your co-hosts, Leah. And I am the other one, Evan. So let's get into it. Today, we'll be talking about Julie Andrews, the absolutely legendary English actress, singer, and author whose career has spanned more than seven decades. So let's talk about what she got. Let's indeed. She has an Oscar. She's got her O. Uh, in 1964, she won it for Mary Poppins. So we're not doing these in the E got order, I guess. But uh, so I'll start. With the, <laughs> we can um, we can change. No, I I like this. I didn't put them in any particular order. She got three Grammys. Um, I didn't note what for. So. Um, I have that she was the best recording for children for Mary Poppins and a Lifetime Achievement Award, which... I don't think mm, those count. Okay. Well, that's one of her three. This is in 2011. <laughs> and best spoken word album for children that year as well. And... Her Emmy two Award. Emmys. See, now, we went out, now going out of order. Screwed me up. I was like, wait, wait, which one do we do yet? Two <laughs> Emmys. In 1973, for Outstanding Variety Musical Series for the Julie Andrews Hour. And in 2005, for Outstanding Nonfiction Series for Broadway, The American Musical. All right, so here, before we go any further, I have a disclaimer. Outside of occasional bits of Mary Poppins on television, I have seen nothing that Julie Andrews has been in. <gasps> and I figured that would be your reaction, but just to level set here on... Um, my expertise. I know it's one of those, you say it out loud and it sounds crazy, but I kind of figured that would be your reaction. I wasn't, wasn't holding out trying to surprise you, but it paid off. Well, I will say when we talk about Oscars in my childhood, nobody deserved one more than Julie Andrews for Bedknobs and Broomsticks, which clearly is a classic children's movie with Angela Lansbury. That I've definitely heard of you missed <laughs> out <laughs> um so but i want to talk about the missing tonys here right mm -hmm. so nominated three times first in 1957 for my fair lady and lost to judy holiday whoever that is yes and that one to me is um a large snub because she was kind of made for that role See, again, never seen any of these. So this is where I'm going to, you know, defer to your expertise. Uh, Camelot in 1961 and lost to Elizabeth Seal again, whoever that is. Um, I'm clearly not up on my stage stars of yesteryear. And so this is the one, 1996 for Victor Victoria. And as I'm sure you have found in your research, she lost, I'm using big air quotes, for this audio medium uh to donna murphy in the king and i but she declined the nomination yes because nobody else in the production was nominated right yes 
And her husband was the director and wrote the book for the show. So it was supposed to be kind of a vehicle to bring him into the fold of, you know, Broadway greatness. But they only recognized her. Gotcha. Well, it was her first appearance in a Broadway show in 35 years. Yes. Um, but yeah, the snub, since the cast was snubbed, she declined it. But you think that's, you know, if you're missing the one, you have to, you have to kind of wonder, was that the that's, missed opportunity, right? Exactly. And maybe she doesn't want your Tony. So I don't well, know. Maybe because, you know, one of the things I noted about her, she has three honorary doctorates from Yale, from the University of Maryland, and from the University of Stony Brook on Long Island. Shout out. So maybe she just likes stopping at three. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe. maybe four is an unlucky number. And she's like, you know what? I don't want your stupid Tony because it's going to mess up my threes. That That is one um, <laughs> way to think about it. That is a theory. <laughs> so, Or maybe she just thought the good times would keep rolling because she had that botched vocal cord surgery it was two years after that. So maybe she was just like, I'll just I'll get a Tony next time, losers. And then, oops. I guess botched vocal cord surgery is a big oops. It um, is a big oops, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when the person's a singer. How do you well, not find the best my... person for that? How do you... I don't even know. And one I... of my favorite quotes from her after, um, after she had that botched surgery was that um, she said she could sing the hell out of Old Man River. <laughs> So maybe maybe that's yeah. how she okay. Gets all right, we're opening the door to some ideas down the road. Um, so, also two others in history have declined a Tony nomination, but the one I want to talk about for a brief second here is in 1969, William Daniels, one of the stars of the musical 1776, asked to have his name withdrawn after he was nominated in the supporting actor category rather than the lead actor category, which is just petty as hell, and I love it. He's like, "Oh, I'm not the lead actor." get lost drama it is it's drama but you know who william daniels is right mm -mm. you might know you him got better. me on that one you might know better as uh kit the talking car from knight rider or even better as mr feeney from boy meets world i did That's not right. know mr feeney from boy meets world yeah. was like fuck you tony awards i love it <laughs> i also didn't know he was kit from knight rider oh yeah yeah diverse career we should Where's William Daniels he got? You know, that's what know. I'm saying. He's probably got none of them. <laughs> that's that's going to be a longer process, but he deserves some kind of award for putting up with Ben Savage and that gang of youths. I don't know. So anyway, Julie Andrews has a podcast now. Yes. Like, like some other people. Some people in this world have a podcast. Yeah, now. it's pretty, it's a cool thing people are doing. And yeah. uh, it's us and Julie Andrews. We're the ones doing it. Um, she has a podcast where she reads children's books. Yes. And her daughter, yes. I believe, is an author also. Is that correct? I don't know. I thought you were going to say she hosts the podcast with her, which I think where she created the podcast or something. I think that's true. Our research is impeccable is what matters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, that's kind of all the fun facts I have about Julie Andrews. I was kind of leaning on you as our Julie Andrews expert for this one. What, what well, else do you want I... to say about her? The reason I say that she was made for My Fair Lady was because, as you well know, the plot of My Fair Lady is I that... do know this. I do know this. Okay. Okay. So 
she grew up in a very poor family. She is actually the result of an affair her mother had with a family friend. Um, Ooh, scandal. So then, scandal. Drama. So, Julie Andrews' parents got divorced, and she lived with her dad, but then eventually went to live with her mother, who had remarried, um, not to Julie Andrews' biological father. But And they performed during World War II, um, at basis so they were already seeing that she was talented and so her um her dad was like you should go live with your mom and perform with them um and her stepfather was the one who really supported her artistic training so she kind of went from this very poor family to a um you know now she is a dame of course so um so to the heights of British society. What what is like you know, who gives out the dame qualification? Is it like a knighting? Is that how yeah, that I work? believe so. Isn't that the same like kind of the same thing? I don't know. I seem like sir and lady went together, not sir, but maybe I don't know. Ooh, I don't, yeah, how do you become a dame? Right? I don't know. Is it just for like artsy people, or is that like because that's the only ones I know? Or like you know, Dame Judy Dench, Judy Dench, Helen Mirren, you know. Yeah. A lot of old British ladies. Um, but she never had like the full on like Cockney accent, like the. I don't know. Right. We'd have to ask her. Like Michael um, Caine. I did. Dame is um, the same as Sir for if you get the British Society for a knighthood. That's kind huh. of. Yes. It is if you get a knighthood. Oh, there you go. A lady knight. Dame sounds cooler though. It does, yeah. I don't know. You know what's a fun thing about the that accent made me think of Michael Caine. And a fun way to do it is if you ever want to be able to imitate Michael Caine's accent, just have him saying his own name. You just say my cocaine. Oh. Go, okay. My cocaine. And then you're like, oh, um, <laughs> and then you sound like him introducing himself. I think um our listeners would find that very valuable. Oh, try it. Yeah. I'm supposed to try it. You could try it. Try it at home if you're listening. My cocaine. That didn't sound right. Uh, yeah, you didn't really. It's a little too I didn't bright. Sell it. Yeah, I you got to Yeah, you got to get into like more like you're trying to be my cocaine. My cocaine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's better. Um, everyone at home, take a moment. Go for it. We'll pause. Okay, we're back. Um, <laughs> hopefully that worked out for you. So let's think of some ideas. How we're going to get this? How we're getting this Tony for Dame Julie Andrews? Okay, I'll throw out my first, um, I feel like, safe idea I think could work. Um, kind of a limited run series about her own life. The problem is the botched surgery. So she would have to tell the story. She would be like the narrator. And then you get lots of different actresses to come in and play her oh, at okay. different parts of her life. All right. And like sing the songs that she's famous for. So from the different movies and Broadway shows. And she's always out there telling the story. Maybe she sings some of the alto parts. And um, it's almost like, you know, what all the older stars are doing where they make themselves into a show and so like going lives. like springsteen-esque on it 
Absolutely. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's already better than any idea I had. Um, so wait, wait to hear the one I settled on. It's the dumbest possible answer. Um, <laughs> I, I would expect nothing less. So I, you know, at first I was like, she's done some regional theater directing. She could win for directing, come out of left field, right? That could be a thing, but that's like, I don't know, it's kind of boring. Um, some kind of like serious play, but again, that's, that's not what we're here for. But she could direct her musical about she her could life. direct her music direct and star and then also you double up your nom chances exactly yes. nom nom you know mm -hmm. um also apparently uh in 2009 she was did uh, she had a tv appearance and she did a thing called sprechtime or speak singing so she could probably yeah. do some speak singing i just want to say sprechtime yes that's probably not how you say it but I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, um, she could do that in her musical about her life, too. I think we, I think all we, of your ideas. Just I think we can incorporate them into yours. Yeah, no, I think so. Because um, the one I actually settled on um, is just build a time machine, go back and accept the nomination. Don't be a hero, Julie. Okay. Yeah. Time machine. Time machine. Time I'm going machine. Full, full, first episode going full Deus Ex Machina on this, where we just swoop in with a time machine. Send Julie back to 1996. She accepts the nomination for Victor Victoria and wins. And we're not even talking about, do we exist if that happens? Is this like a back to the future situation? If she's already at EGOT, does this conversation ever even happen? Yeah, I, don't I know. think I and just placed us in an existential crisis. Tub. Yeah. Oh, see, I was sort of imagining the DeLorean instead of the hot tub, but I guess any time machine could be anything. That's true. You know, if, so if she wins that nomination in 1996, were you or I ever even born? Hmm. These are tough questions. Yeah. I mean, we were already 18 at the time, but well, I, I was 18. I wasn't expecting to um, kind of question my existence in my podcast about <laughs> Julie Andrews, but uh, here we are. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not afraid to ask the tough questions. <laughs> my idea is um, obviously not as good as that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> having children myself i notice the success of so many broadway musicals for children and she has been in plenty of recent movies that could very easily be turned into musicals so i think she should take her choice and i ha also saw that she had directed so i said she could direct and narrate these as well either the princess diaries which obviously um, is how everyone knows who anne hathaway is um enchanted or eloise so any of those pick one they all have songs <laughs> I would, i'll let you pick one as i have, have not <laughs> oh, seen I any would of pick them an, i'd want to see enchanted that would be the one that i would see but you know. So wait, so these are just movies we're turning into plays and she's directing? Yes, yes. And she's directing and narrating. She could write the book. You know, like we can we can come up with different ideas of um, being in multiple I guess, nominations. I guess it feels like, you know, it feels like when you're like, hey, you're the singing star. And now you got her doing every other job instead. Well, she this was one of my, oh, I've missed this in fun facts. One of my favorite things that I found out during this, and I don't know how I missed it is she was a narrator in bridgerton hmm. i don't did you watch bridgerton no i didn't oh god 
this whole let's just make it, this whole episode is just a list of shit I haven't watched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quit shaming me. I knew about William Daniels and you didn't. It's true. It's so true. act like I'm not bringing anything to the table. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, I think if we had to pick one of these, um, as much as I enjoy the existential crisis of the uh, time machine making her not an almost EGOT and then this episode never existing, uh, just because that's it's a good place to take our brains. But um, I think we're going to have to go with yours. What do you think? I think I like your like story of her life where it's like the Julie Andrews story is the story and she's in it. But then all the powerhouse singing comes from other stars. It'll be feel good for everyone. Yes. And I like how all the other ideas can fold into it. So we go ahead and get her like five nominations. Right. Just so, yeah, we're casting a wide net. Surely she would win one unless there's still beef about 1996 so or actually it would be hilarious to be like this all happens and then like everyone else in the show gets nominated for everything for playing the julie andrews parts <laughs> and then she still doesn't oh man what if we just made a total ironic solution i don't know it's the best one we got it is it is but it would get her to egot i think I think this is doable. I'm calling this doable. Okay. That's what we're going with. So, Julie. <laughs> You're listening. <laughs> You're listening. Feel free to take this idea. I urge you. Unless you do know someone with a time machine, in which case, do that and then also hit me up because I want to go in a time machine. Mm. Slide into the win. DMs, Julie. <laughs> All right, I think we I think we solved this one. I think we got we got it. Yep. We got the EGOT. Almost EGOT no more. You're welcome, Julie Andrews. We love you. Me more than Evan. <laughs> <laughs>